transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. This is another episode of Coffee and Contemplation. I know, I know. I'm not the only one excited about it, but it feels like that sometimes. If anybody's listening out there, I just got to do the due diligence here. Follow us on Instagram at Old Heart Radio or on Twitter at Old Heart in Space. Do either one of those accounts get used? Not that often, but I'm working on it, all right? Shut your fucking traps. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. It's one of those days. Laughter, it needs to be the best medicine. Is it, though? Is it? I don't know. It might not be. But what will be is not clapping either. Don't, don't applaud. We're talking, come on, people. What's what? What's up with this ill-timed, ill-timed studio audience bullshit? All right. Anyway, moving on. It's like a, it's like this feels like a democratic debate in here, which is a perfect segue into our next topic. <laughs> okay. So either way, I'm just gonna say it now. Today's podcast is a little, a little, a little. It's a little political heavy. Okay. So if you want to turn it off, you probably did 10 seconds ago, 30 seconds ago. It's okay. Whatever. Today we're talking a little bit about the impeachment inquiry that's been going on as well as the most recent Democratic debate, which I'm going to start with. So the Democratic debate, the Democratic fucking presidential run campaign season has started full force, obviously. They're on debate number five. They just had it. And it's it's already I mean, like, it's a shit show of a field, people. It, you got you got Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, uh, Elizabeth Warren, Pete Buttigieg. Uh, you got fucking Andrew Yang. You got Cory Booker. You got Kamala Harris. Uh, you have fucking Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, you got a lot of people. And also you got that billionaire guy. Uh, <laughs> but it's a it's a full, full uh you know, docket of people. It's a full fucking lineup. The thing is, they all go from time to time sounding like they're all one big part of a machine robot. And that goes for Bernie and Elizabeth Warren, too. I hate to say that, but it goes for both of them, too. Uh, They all regurgitate the same shit, you know, like talking shit about Trump, which we all do. The great apes just tromping around the White House. What's he doing? Nobody knows. But... They're all talking the same amount of shit, and they, they, they use that as like a, a fallback when things get too dicey amongst themselves, and then they calm like the heat down amongst themselves. They revert to like talking shit for a while about uh, Trump, which is fine, whatever. It's good entertainment. Uh, but the debates are not about entertainment. They're about fucking policy, and they're about get like getting information from the candidates about what they plan on doing with America, right? And we're not getting much. That be like we're getting Joe Biden who fucks up every other sentence. Like he literally cannot get through like one comment of his without f- 
fucking it up somehow, like flipping, like missing a word, saying something fucking quasi racist or whatever. Like the dude's that, and he's a top candidate. I'm not hating necessarily on VP Biden. He's just not one for the fucking spotlight. Like he can barely handle these Democratic debates. You think one, he's gonna handle a debate with Trump, and two, he's gonna handle the fucking presidency? Not unless everybody around him is is given the power and he is just a fucking figurehead, which we don't necessarily want. Okay, we want somebody to hold that position. Uh, which brings me to Pete Buttigieg. Okay, because Pete Buttigieg is is weirdly enough leading in a couple of early on states like New Hampshire, uh, which is crazy to me because he's just a mayor of a small town in Indiana. And I'm not hating on like mayorship, you know, whatever. Cory Booker in this debate brought up that he was the only other like uh, fucking extra smart mayor on the stage. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I just don't know what he said, actually. Uh, but it was, you know, something to the effect of that he was also a mayor. Um, but it's just, it doesn't prep you for the big world. I hate to say that. You get, Pete, you got to have big boy pants. And you have not once worn big boy pants politically, it seems like. Uh, you're doing a great job in your small town, South Bend, Indiana, which is awesome. But the only thing I think that you have going for you is that you're constantly vying for certain types of democratic candidates like it's very obvious he wants to be the well-spoken young white male uh openly gay military guy i know when you put it all on paper it sounds like he actually has credentials it's kind of because he does in terms of being a decent human being it sounds like but politically i don't know I don't want him to be necessarily completely lined up with the Democratic Party, but he seems like he's just vying to be like a choice for a uh, running mate for fucking uh, dusty Joe Biden over there. And I hate to say dusty because I know that's an insult that's been thrown around before, but it's just like it's kind of true. Um, and I just so it just brings me quick to some of my go to candidates. I have a Bernie Sanders. The first time Bernie Sanders was on the cover of The Stranger, I have that fucking thing hanging on my wall. Shit, shout outs. Shout outs to Castle Roll. Shout outs to uh, my homie Mariah for listening. Shout outs to uh, Casey for listening. Shout outs to uh, Bugatron 9000, my younger brother. Shout outs to Mooner6 Uncaged. It, honestly, if anybody's listening out there, it's a, it's a goddamn miracle. So thank you. Uh, you know, pass it along for what it's worth. Um, so, bringing it, bringing it back in. So, just real quick. So, we got like we got Bernie Sanders running, and I hate to say it, Bernie is sounding tired. Bernie is, I mean, he should be. He's an old man that has been like regurgitating the same information for you know four fucking years at at, at high velocity, and before that, he he was running gutsy, running gutsy fucking shit in the Senate, and you know. I gotta be real, I like the cat, but I just don't know if he has the the the, the right person, like, I don't know if he's on the right trajectory for, for winning. I hate to say that. And that brings me to Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren is right now my favorite pick. So Elizabeth Warren is strong, she's got plans on plans on plans, and she is so far looking good. She's challenged, she's been challenging the to you know to be the top democratic candidate at the moment which is saying something amongst the very wide array of people out there on, on for vying for candidacy that being said she has come under some heat because her plans essentially mean taxing everybody and that's not 
being polite about it. She wants to tax the rich a lot more, yes, but she's also inevitably probably going to tax the middle class, which sucks. But if it means evening out the economy and making it a little better and a little brighter and we're get, we get some a little more out of what we pay for, I'm into that shit. Because right now it feels like we pay a lot and we get bullshit in return. And I think that's the whole fucking idea. Um, moving on along, I want to talk about uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is, is not, I hate to say this, I don't think she's going to win the candidacy this time around. I do think that she is a strong, strong candidate for future presidency. She has a very powerful passion to what seems like help people. Uh, but I also think that she needs to kind of take a step back and realize that there's a bigger scope to things than just how justice is doled out in the like from the White House, and that seems to be a lot of where she comes from. Is a lot of uh, uh, you know her experience as an attorney general in the Justice Department and whatnot, which is awesome. And I, I, like I said, she's she's one of my favorite people to watch on stage because she's so vocal and and she speaks so well and to the point, and she hits like great great points all the time. It's it's awesome. Uh, the rest of the candidates on stage are really not worth bothering to mention. And that's that's just kind of it. So that being said, I want to move a little into the other big shit that's happening politically, uh, which is literally a big pile of stinking shit. Uh, it's the impeachment inquiry that has been going through the House of Representatives. Um, we've learned a lot so far in this like whole little thing that's happened, uh, including that the ambassador Gordon Sondler uh, don't quote me on that. I might be mispronouncing his last name. Um, Gordo uh, testified basically that everything came from the horse's mouth. It all came from Trump, um, and it looks really that that itself looks really bad. But at the same time, as you know, thought there's been holes poked every every other way. But watching the the impeachment inquiry for a couple of days off and on. Uh, I was I was able to catch some and it's very interesting. There's there's a lot of so a lot of the defense from the Republican side is uh, but but Trump eventually got the aid to them, didn't he? And that's a that's a huge one. It's also they're they're trying to do this whole like argument that uh, the Trump administration provided javelin. Uh, uh, military assistance using javelins to Ukraine and the Obama administration didn't like that's some sort of like nobody's talking about the Obama administration right 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 at the moment nobody's like what the fuck did Obama do like we're talking about what happened during a phone call that the president made to the president of Ukraine um, there's this like Jim Jordan the Jim Jordan the guy who can never seem to look professional enough for his fucking job uh, that uh, he shows up to this inquiry and he has this big sign behind him that's like seven days it's been seven days since uh, Adam Schiff like hid the whistleblower from us or some bullshit like they're just making they're trying to make as big of a spectacle of this as they possibly can in order to discredit it but there has been some damning information already presented um and I just encourage you to like, even just like, even just, and I hate to say this, even just broad stroke and like look up some stuff on YouTube. 
Uh, there's tons of breakdowns. CNN's a good source uh, if you want some laughs about it, but also learn some stuff. Uh, watch some Seth Meyers clips, or uh, you know, there's tons of shit out there that you can look up. But it's been a wild fucking week for that for this shit politically, and I just I'm just so fascinated by this because honestly, I remember when my dad made us watch bits and pieces of the Bill Clinton uh, impeachment trial, which to me was was completely I did not understand it when it was happening I was completely like unprepared for that uh, watching this it's really interesting um, just watching it as it proceeds and how it proceeds and seeing the different political angles that they, they try to take in order to defend and to, to present a, a prosecution it's, it's fucking wild people and it's incredibly important stuff both of these things but, but they're both incredibly important things that we all need to be paying more attention to, to be honest, including myself. But it's hard to when there's such a barrage of bullshit. But I encourage you to at least try. Try, dear listener, try. Oh. Uh, either way, this has been me and Tur- like rambling, obviously. But, uh, you know, I hope you got some sort of information out of it. Uh, do yourself a favor and, you know, go look some of this stuff up. Go look up some information, uh, especially at least on how to vote, uh, who to vote for in the future. Um, as always, ripen up that coconut as best you can. Use your brain for good and keep your stick on the ice.